BizWell is a podcast created for those looking to stay competitive in a rapidly shifting workforce while improving well-being. The podcast is dedicated to empowering and inspiring listeners with practical advice and strategies to achieve career goals and well-being. Tune in for real talk and real experiences from host Melissa Botello. Melissa is a business leader, career coach, and heart health educator. Sabotello, and I'm excited to be here today and talk about women in leadership. So today's episode, we're talking about eight characteristics that every female leader should pose in today's business world. So here we are two years after Hillary Clinton became the first woman to win the presidential nomination of a U.S. political party and with a record of a number of women running for Congress in 2018. The majority of Americans say they would like to see more women in top leadership positions, not only in politics, but in the corporate world. And that is near and dear to me. As you know, I've tried to come up through the corporate world over the last 20 years, and I've had the opportunity to work with some amazing women. So today I'm going to share some of those characteristics that I've seen in successful corporate business women, as well as some statistics and averages from Pew surveys. Again, let's talk about women in leadership. As I mentioned, I've, I've worked in Fortune 500 companies and had the honor and privilege to work with so many amazing women and a few not so great. But in today's episode, I will share those characteristics that I've observed. And let's kick it off first. As I mentioned, there is this survey, uh, and many of you may or may not be familiar with the Pew Research Center, but they do come out with some great information and statistics. So this one survey taken in, when is it, 2018, the survey is titled, On Several Aspects of Corporate Leadership, Many Give Women the Edge. So here's some groups where men and women both voted and said women have the edge. So the first one is creating a safe and respectful workplace. Who doesn't want to be feeling safe and respected in the workplace? According to this study, 43% said women do that better than men. The next one is valuing people from different backgrounds. 35% said that women do it better and men 3%. Mentoring young employees, that's the one that's near and dear because we don't see enough of that in corporate America, especially with men. But according to this survey, 33% of women do it better. So this goes on for some more details that I won't get into with, but if you wanted to pull it up, it's the Pew Research Center 2018 Women in Leadership Survey. So let's dive in and let's talk about those eight characteristics to develop or hone, not to say that you don't already have them, but ones to keep at the forefront of your mind that really stand out as being the most important characteristics women leaders need. Uh, So a few of these, again, are ones that I've seen over time consistently in Fortune 500 companies of the women that I've had the privilege to work with. And a few of these are traits that I borrowed from an article that came out from the Young Entrepreneur Council. They looked at women CEOs and women in leadership that share these traits and that they suggested that everyone. So again, here's the list. So let's kick it off. Number one, resilience. Being a female leader in a male-centric business world requires the resilience and the confidence to deal with obstacles and setbacks. Aren't we facing that every single day? And not to say that men don't, but women definitely are, um, women definitely see this more so obstacles and setbacks and the level of resilience we have to have is critical. Influential women have the resilience to take risks, learn from their failures, deal with the remarks, insults, and stereotypes, and really have that courage to 
fight for what they believe in. I will tell you one of my first jobs in corporate America, my manager told me, I, you know, I was talking about what I aspired to do and what I wanted to do long term. And he just flat out said, you'll never do that. It'll never happen. Well, my resilience, my uh, hard work, not only was I able to do what I said I was going to do, but more. So it's really about having that internal burn and that resilience just to say, I'm going to keep going every time there's that obstacle or setback if you've got your plan. So number one, hone and or develop your resilience skills. Second is perseverance. I think those go hand in hand. I just said that in, in the first one. So in the business world, it's highly unpredictable and a stressful environment. Yesterday, I had one of the worst days I've had in weeks, but it's about this morning, I woke up, I feel better, I'm going back at it, and just being persistent. So observed is really the most talented and influential and powerful women in business have perseverance. So female leaders need to understand that it's all up to them to learn to reach their goals despite all those setbacks we talked about with the resilience piece and all that uncertainty. So just make your plan, stick at it every day, find people around you that can support you and keep up with your perseverance. Okay, number three, this is one I borrowed from the article on the Young Entrepreneur Council. One that I, so let me tell you what it is first. So it's the ability to create a woman-empowered workplace. So I will say over the last 10 years, I've seen more of it. My, the current company I work for is doing a great job at trying to bring women up in the organization. I haven't always seen this, so it's great that this is one that's really important. So the ability to create women-empowered workplaces. If you're a female leader or aspiring to come up within your company, this is something that we all should be working at, is trying to make our culture more women-empowered. So female le leaders possess possess the same traits as their male counterparts, right? We all have vision, perseverance, empathy, and passion. But one thing the next generation female leaders need to do, and I'm seeing, is truly be at the forefront of creating women-empowered workplaces. So while some policies have changed over time, like I said, I'm seeing this to create more gender equality, most have not been revamped to keep up with the times. So if you're in, in leadership, if you're a woman, help create that within your workplace. Be a part of the change. Okay, number four, adaptability. Oh my gosh, like how many times have I had to adapt over the last 20 years? Well, I'll start out by saying in my current company, I've been there seven years. I've had six different managers within seven years. So every time I get a new manager, I need to adapt to their style, their goals, you name it. Even if you're in the same role, times are changing. So all leaders, whether you're male or female, you need to be confident, creative, persevering. All Above all else, you need to be adaptable. Um, every work environment and job position will have its unique set of demands, and those demands will continue to evolve as our technology, our workforce, and our customers evolve. So today's leaders need to be able to weather these changes, and if you're not adaptable, unfortunately, you'll get left behind for sure. Okay, number Number five, you know, what they said in this article was being able to ignore bad advice, especially without offending the advisor, will make a big difference. I can't say personally that I've experienced this. Yeah, there have been times where, you know, again, that first boss who said, you'll never, you'll never do that. I don't know that that was an advice or more of a statement, but knowing to take advice in, look at it, evaluate it. Is it for you? Should you keep it? Should you try to work with that recommendation or should you put it on the shelf and sort of ignore it? So evaluating this and hopefully you're getting advice in the workplace or throughout your networks and your support, knowing which advice to take and what 
to maybe put on hold. Number six, number six I love, it's grit. I have actually just found a book called Grit and Grace. It's all about different women that have come up in leadership and some of their advice. Maybe I'll talk about that in another episode, but grit, grit is the perseverance and the passion to achieve your long-term goals. I, before this word became sort of the it word, I never knew what I sort of had inside. I felt, I always felt like, no one's going to hold me back. I am going to persevere and I've got so much passion. I just need to figure out how to channel it. But grit, that's what it is. It's really that drive and that burn to achieve what you want to do long term and not let anybody hold you back. So today uh, in our business world filled with uncertainty, I talked about that before, having to be adaptable. Sometimes I go to the office every morning and there's always this uncertainty like, oh, what surprise am I going to get today? Which customer is going to call and complain? Which person's not going to be available? So anyway, that uncertainty and having that perseverance along with your passion. You got to have that. That's really key as one of those traits for female leaders. As the uncertainty creates distractions, stress, obstacles, having this grittiness to thrive in the face of adversity is so necessary to be successful as a woman and just in general long term. Work on your grit and, and be proud of your grit. All right, number seven. This is another one I took from the article, knowing how to ask. Now I will say this is something I need to get better at. It's not it hasn't been something I've done over time and maybe I would have been more successful. So women in particular, me, often struggle to really claim their worth in the organization and shouldn't shy away from opportunities and conversations that allow them to access the resources and the opportunities pell forward. So again, not something I can claim that I know much about because I haven't been good at it, but I do look at those around me who have no problem speaking up for themselves, for their teams, asking for those resources, asking for that raise. So knowing how to ask. I think this is one I'll dig into a little bit deeper, come up with some more specific ways and, and strategies around this and maybe talk about this in another episode. But again, powerful women, according to this article, powerful and influential women know how to ask for what they want to be successful. Instead of falling victim to a solution or waiting for someone to see the barriers and remove them for you, which I will say I don't do that. I'm all about taking care of my own business, but women should be empowered to take charge of the situations and be able to say, this is what I need. This is why. I guess I grew up in a place where my mom is really independent and strong and she never wanted to ask for help. She did everything on her own. So I tend to be a little bit like that. But I think uh, in the corporate world, in corporate America, you work hard, you put in the hours and the results, but you need to ask for it. All right, that was number seven. And we're on to number eight. So women in leadership positions often face certain challenges that men never do, right? We've talked about this, we all know this. Number eight is tenacity. Many are family oriented, many have personal events like pregnancies or maternity leaves, and sometimes these can slow down or even damage our momentum in the workplace. So for those reasons, it's especially important for female leaders to demonstrate both confidence and determination when it comes to business. Have that tenacity, don't let it slow you down. Even if it appears that taking a leave for a short time does, having the tenacity will help you through these times and keep your momentum going. These are eight characteristics that I've observed and or like I said, I, I um, borrowed from that article of really amazing and powerful 
and influential women in leadership that I've observed over the years, working in everything from a startup to a Fortune 500 company. So I would I wanted to share those with you today, so we can all, as a group, collectively come become better at leading, and no matter what industry and or business that you're in, and even if you're not in a corporate world, if you're a small business person, if you're a student trying to make it, wherever you are, these are eight characteristics. Let's go through them one more time. Resilience, perseverance, the ability to create a woman-empowered workplace, ability to be adaptable. So number four was adaptable, knowing how to ignore that bad advice, using your grit, perseverance, and passion to achieve your long-term goals. Number seven, knowing how to ask for something and the tenacity to get it done. I think if you had all eight of those, there is no stopping you. And we need more women in leadership so you can make the difference and we need you in our workplaces. So I hope you'll use these as a roadmap to help you make your mark in the world and in the workplace. Love to hear your feedback. Please subscribe to me on iTunes and leave a review if you would. It might help me gather more followers. My goal is to provide small little bite size like this 15 minute tips on how women and people in the workplace can become better. So until next time, thank you so much for listening.